I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the anti-slut-shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. And welcome. Uh, Who so are you? This uh, news update, it's going to be from a couple weeks ago at this point, but sorry, we got places to go. Um, so the Cannes Film Festival, uh, <laughs> they, they, Matt Dillon, remember okay. him? No. He's an actor. He's got... He's, he's, it's not Matt Damon. Yeah, I know. I was like, the one that's not Matt Damon, but sounds he's in, like it. The, the most memorable role, I would say, is he's in There's Something About Mary. Okay, yes. I do know I think about. he's hot, but I know that was not a fair way to describe him because everyone would be like, what? <laughs> um, but I, I do think he's... A, so he had... Um, a movie, a serial killer movie that he stars Ooh. in called The House That Jack Built that premiered at the festival... And it had over a hundred people walk out of the movie because there was like uh, basically like woman abuse and like child murders. Well, but it's a movie. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> That's what fiction is for. But also it's like, oh, so that stuff never happens. Right. And it's I mean, it's a Lars von Trier movie, oh. um, which is, well, you know, no shit. It's like no surprise there. But I, it just me, I, I especially as a, like a film as a feminist and a filmmaker, I felt very conflicted about this because normally I um, I definitely like I'm like, yeah, it's a movie. Sorry. Like you you should be able to depict whatever you want in a movie. I mean, yeah. there are like uh, international films where they actually really do kill animals and stuff of that oh, nature because they don't have the same um, laws that or, they do in American film. Or they just don't have a guy who can do special effects or something. <laughs> and I like stuff like that. I'm very against and I think it's fucked up. Like and we've seen I saw movies in film school where like at, you actually saw an animal being slaughtered oh. just for uh, entertainment purposes. Oh. And like so I was like against that. Did that movie have that in it? Um, no, that like was real a, child murder. No, yeah, it's a, no. It wasn't like it. There was no snuff or anything going on like <laughs> That's that. Good. Uh, and this is a uh, just a reminder. Lars von Trier was uh, banned from the festival previously in 2011 after making a joke about sympathizing with Nazis during a press conference. Oh, that's right. He was promoting. Was he promoting Melancholia? Yes, Melancholia with Kirsten yeah. Dunst. Oh, great movie. But the thing is, also, it's like no, it's like. It's. I don't. Also, don't agree with that. Like, I mean, I, I'm a Jew. Obviously, I'm not a fan of the Nazis. But like, you're not. You should be able to make a joke about sympathizing with them. Like, I mean, I don't understand. Like, it's how how you can be a film festival, which is uh, embracing art. Um, and some of art is offensive, just the same as comedy. But then, yeah. like picking and choosing what things we can show and what things we can't, and what things we can say. I just yeah. think it's very dangerous territory to start getting into. Yeah. Um. 
I mean, and like, it's funny because I saw, like, I remember watching a uh, Rob Zombie's version of, uh, what I guess it was Halloween, I think he remade. And then uh, I was like very... I thought it was like super violent and then all the Saw movies I used to like cry during them because they came out like they started coming out when I was actually in film school and I was like this is irresponsible filmmaking more so because the murders like you feel for Jigsaw or you kind of like you you can understand where he's coming from because he's doing it on moral grounds. Right. Well, that's that's a good film will do that. It'll make you feel bad for the or yeah, it'll make you feel bad for the bad person. Or you're like, oh, I can see why like in his fucked up mind, I could see someone doing like a copycat murder. But then, but then I like yeah. as I get older, I'm just like, well, it's not it's not uh, artist's responsibility to uh, parent uh, people who are mentally unstable. Yeah, that's just like saying you shouldn't have Kate Moss in ad campaigns because she's going to make everybody have an eating disorder. Right. And people but a lot of people do think that you know and I don't agree with that right 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 Um, like at some point you have to be responsible for your fucking self come on yeah because people are like this is a vile movie that quote should never have been made the only the only thing is like I uh, so what do they think of like kids I mean there's so many vile movies that are amazing for sure and I haven't seen the movie obviously I was not at the festival I was not invited Um, but I was the only thing that made me think differently uh, was I Rose McGowan's book Brave she does discuss like the amount of um like women abuse and like how abuse of women is used as almost like a plot point in places that it should not be as like Ah. it's like an actual whereas it's the the abuse of men is not used as a plot point Mm -hmm. specifically rape she was saying is so often used as something to like move the story forward and we just don't see that with anyone but women um hey if there's something that's gonna move a story forward i just thought it was interesting but also yeah with with the walking out the walking out to me is the same as people hashtagging on twitter people just like to be outraged for no reason and the people who remained gave it a standing ovation which is also it's just it was a a divisive move it's heavy pandering on both sides he's either I'm going to get up and make a stance or I'm going to uh, I'm going to pander because something was so uh, made people feel so many feelings that it must be great like I don't yeah. I don't think you know does a serial killer movie I when does when do like horror or thriller movies ever get a standing ovation that never happens they're, I've never seen that they're barely ever even nominated for fucking awards it's all like dramas and holocaust shit yeah, clapping after a Lars von Trier movie. I mean, I just always feel terrible after those movies, but in like a good way. I don't know. It's weird. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know who could use some therapy? Mm, Lars. Yeah. He should go and do Talkspace. Oh, shit. Transitions for days. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. Can't imagine fitting another appointment in your life, you busy bitch. Well, Talkspace therapy uh, with Talkspace therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. Message. No commutes, no leaving the office, no judgments. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash GWF and use code GWF to get 45 bucks off your first month and show your support for the show. That's GWF and Talkspace.com slash GWF. Come see us live. Um, If you can't see us live, I guess just listen to Two Less Lonely Girls podcast after you're done listening to this podcast. If you're in like a place that we're definitely not coming to, hey, Romania, listen to Two Less Lonely Girls podcast. I've already been there, but I'm probably not going to go back. It was fantastic, though. Uh, It's streaming on Spotify and iTunes. It's free. It's 30 minutes or less every Monday. It is an unironic podcast about Justin Bieber hosted by myself and Rosebud Baker. And then after you listen to all those... 
Maybe It's You is a comedy sketch and song album I made with Joseph Bessie, and it's available on iTunes for money, and you should download it because it's really fun. Also, Glamour Puss is tomorrow, Saturday, June 1st at 7.30 p.m. at Zinc Bar, hosted by myself and Wendy Starling. Salt Lake City, Utah. Where are you at? We have two shows on June 8th and two shows on June 9th at Wise Guys. Come out and see us. Minneapolis, Minnesota, June 14th, 15th, 16th. We're at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy. That's in the Mall of America. Uh, literally, I even met someone from Minneapolis yesterday, and he was also rolling his eyes when I said we enjoyed the Mall of America. I'm going to only talk about how much I fucking love that mall at the I shows. like it, and there's no way that I can get around it, and yeah. I'm not budging on this. Uh, go to sorryaboutlastnightcomedy.com slash tours for all other dates, and if you don't see them there yet, that means we don't have them yet, so that's all we can do for you uh and if that makes you sad uh well don't show your pants put a pair of me undies on (laughs) guys you've definitely heard about us talk about me undies before the fun comfy undies that feel as good as they look to those of you who haven't tried them yet listen up you fuck faces yeah no more crowded stores they're gonna send them right to you literally we're we're trying to work towards a world where you never have to leave the house okay you're safe there it's overrated I mean, you know, there are things that could happen. There are just natural disasters. Um, eh. uh, Don't live in Miami. Sends incredible underwear made with a sustainably sourced material from beechwood trees right to your door. Once you put on a pair, you'll fucking get it. Uh, I love me undies. They're very comfortable. But more importantly than that, because I think that beauty should come before comfort, because uh, I've been taught that as a woman. But I also kind of agree. But I you're also wanna, correct, Corinne. I just also agree with that. I don't really, get, get, you know, get, put, put it, put, get, just get it yourself shit together. Like sometimes your ponytail is too tight and it hurts, but it looks great. Yeah. So um, keep it. So my favorite thing about me undies is that they look amazing. Their, their elasticity is good also. Like you need, I want a tight, I don't want a baggy ass in my underwear so that's number one one of my favorite things get your baggy ass out of my face because it's like if you have an ass of my size and there's still bagginess that's not on me yeah that's a stretch i'm bringing all i can to the table mm-hmm. um and then additionally i do like patterns they are consistently coming out with new ones like i want to look at my vagina and not be bored because like i am a straight woman vaginas bore me but put a pineapple on if it. you put a pineapple on i'm totally into it meundies is so sure you're gonna love your first pair that if you're not happy they'll do whatever they can to get you the right pair and if they can't well fucking keep them and they'll refund you Mm. it really is risk-free to try the best underwear ever still not sure well me undies has a deal for guys we fuck listeners you can get 20 percent off your first pair free shipping and a satisfaction guarantee just get your butt over to meundies.com slash gwf and treat yourself again 20 percent off your first pair free shipping 100 percent satisfaction guarantee meundies.com slash gwf and then after you're done pulling a Tom Cruise and Risky Business, you got your MeUndies on, get in the kitchen, bitch, because it's time to make you Blue Apron. Blue Apron's the number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery service in the country, and it's on a mission to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. They deliver fresh, non-GMO pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes to your door that can be cooked in under 45 minutes. Again, you don't have to go outside for any of these products. 
The menu changes every week based on what's in season and is designed by Blue Apron's in-house culinary team. You guys can pick two, three, or four recipes based on what fits best for your schedule. And now for six weeks from June 4th to July 9th, Blue Apron is teaming up with Chrissy Teigen to bring you the best home cooking from around the world. Each week, their menu will feature recipes developed in collaboration with Chrissy. Uh, experience meals like her garlic and soy shrimp. I would eat anything that Chick puts on a plate, to be honest. Uh, and they Blue Apron also has saffron yellow tomato risotto and chicken and poblano tostadas. Suck it. My dad photo messages me every time he cooks his Blue Apron, which is three days a week, and he bought a chef hat for it because he's really fucking into it, guys, and now he starts drinking wine. So check out this week's menu and get your first three we- meals free at blueapron.com slash GWF. Blue Apron, the better way to cook. All right, and welcome to Smart Mouth. Hey, what'd you call me? I know it sounds like a cunty child, but it's actually products for your mouth. Everyone wants to be confident and feel your best when you're up close and personal with people at work, with friends, or even during sex. Sex? But none of that matters if your mouth smells like a rotten egg, which as I read this, mine does because I just ate egg salad. This is amazing. Uh <laughs> The copy the copy says, please speak about a time where you or a friend had an awkward, oh, no. embarrassing, or bad experience due to bad breath. One time I breathed in a in a JC Penney's and everyone left. I'm no. I was I like I was like, I don't think I don't that really have really any happened. horror stories. No. Yeah, I mean like I'm constantly like trying to be on top of breath and it cause no one likes it when your breath stinks. Uh I have Joe DeRosa has a fantastic uh story about being burned with someone saying that he has bad breath and I liked it and I felt for him and he said he was like, yeah, that's like the the deepest burn you can get if someone says your breath smells bad. Truth hurts, bitch. <laughs> and I loved it. I thought he captured it so wonderfully in that story. Uh, so we got a bunch of smart mouth samples and it's great, man. I'm going to spend fucking five hours a day working on my <laughs> bad breath or prevention of it. There's I don't so know. so many products. Yeah. I've been using that. They have tapped like little mints for dry mouth. Yeah. And I got to say, I put the I've been uh, chewing on those or sucking on those. And now my upper register came back on my fucking voice and I'm singing in the shower yesterday oh so it was just all I you just had to do lubrication in look my, at that in my smart mouth just makes you sing better too yeah uh remember well, that, i didn't take a mint earlier so you have many things to feel self-conscious about during sex but nothing ruins an intimate <laughs> moment as quickly as bad breath don't be a smelly bitch. so we have to be smart about our mouths <laughs> smart mouth mouthwash <laughs> eliminates the bad breath causing sulfur from our mouths Ew. on contact and prevents more sulfur from coming back for 24 hours i do want to say intense if you're not using mouth wash get your shit together yeah. that's really important i mean your brush can't get everywhere just have a fluid leak into those crusty spots in your big trap <laughs> and you can fix it smart mouth even um has a new premium zinc ion toothpaste that was just voted best toothpaste for bad breath oh this is by very a bunch of losers stuffs. i'm sorry actually by gq magazine they're just kidding <laughs> the toothpaste is amazing it will give you a new kind of feel a Ooh. smart kind that you've never experienced, you dumbass. Uh, get new Smart Mouth Premium Zinc Ion Toothpaste. I mean, just the combination of words they used adjectives. alone. I feel impressed I by I feel like this. a scientist made it in a lab. Yes. Uh, you can also find them next to Smart Mouth Mouthwashes at Walmart mm. and Walgreens. Oh. That's great. Nice pricing. So go to <laughs> smartmouth.com slash GWF for a $2.50 coupon. Again, that's smartmouth.com slash GWF smart mouth what the fuck you say to me <laughs> um okay and okay so Corinne and I got <laughs> a lot of your great 
terrifying drunken vacation stories um, to continue our Ibiza uh, conversation. And I just also learned from one of your emails that it's pronounced Ibiza, not Ibiza. So sorry, guys. Um, and we read all the emails. This is one of my favorite ones. Um, I'm not going to say the girl's name just in case she doesn't want me to, but this is, this is the email. Hi, Corinne and Christina. Crazy trip story for you that fittingly happened in Spain. I was studying abroad for the semester and had been hooking up with the Spanish guy, Martin. The extent of our relationship was basically him texting me what bar he was at and I'd go and I'd make out with him. Once I gave him a hand job in a parking garage. Hmm, how lovely. Uh, a couple weeks before I had to go back, he invited me back to his dorm room and I, of course, accepted. We walked a few miles back and when we got there, he told me they weren't allowed to have people come in past 11 p.m. It was probably around 3 a.m. Oh, okay, so he's a smart fella. So I'd have to climb up the fire escape. I watched him swiftly climb the, st uh, climb the stairs, stand on the railing and slide through the window to his room. He was like 6'5", a.k.a. a full foot taller than me, but the alcohol gave me confidence as it tends to do. I scaled the side of his building in heels and tumbled into his bathroom. We started hooking up, and after like 10 minutes of foreplay, I finally asked, are you gonna fuck me? Uh, to which he responded with, I don't fuck girls, I don't know. So I'm thinking, wow, I gave you a parking garage hand job and climbed through your window in heels, and you don't, quote, know me? <laughs> so then he had the audacity to ask if I wanted to suck his dick. I responded with, if I do, will you eat me out? Either he didn't understand, his English wasn't perfect, or he was just dumb. It's probably that one. Because he said, I don't know. <laughs> oh, good. What a gentleman. Needless to say, I did not suck his dick. Yeah, girl, victory. I walked about five miles back to my host family in the early hours of the morning, thinking about how I stood on top of a three-story fire escape just to not get laid. Hope you found this entertaining. At least, love you both. Love the podcast. Thank you very much. That sounds terrible, but I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you did not uh, suck his dick. Good for you, girl. All right. On to our guest. Oh, okay. I love him. We've been wanting to interview him for a very long time, and... Man, it was a good conversation. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, he is an actor and a comedian. He stars in the IFC series Benders and co-hosts Netflix Ultimate Beastmasters. Really? Damn. He's also appeared on MTV's Guy Code and Girl Code. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to Chris Stefano. Talking about how we're deteriorating towards death, one cell at a time. Yes, Yanni and Laurel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I heard Yanni, and uh, if we don't release this this week, everyone's gonna be like, "What the fuck are they still talking about that for?" I don't know. I feel like we may still be talking about it. Yeah, possible. A month from so. now, we're yeah. gonna be into Yanni Laurel, Christopher. Mm -hmm. Did your girlfriends call you Christopher? I had I dated a Chris, and he was Christopher. I dated a Steve. He was Steven. Steven. No, you know. 
So in my family, or like my dad at least, he thinks if you go by your full name, that means you're gay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he thinks. If only it was that easy. Oh so if, my god! So if somebody else name. calls you your full name, you're gay. Right. Like if I wanted to they come out of the, you're gay. <laughs> if I wanted to come out of the closet to my father, I would just be like, "Dad, from now on, call me Christopher," and then he'd be like, "Okay, like oh. you're gay." So like I, so like everybody, simple man. Yeah, they call me, but yet. It's interesting because Christopher to my dad would be gay, but everybody calls me Chrissy, which is a woman. Chrissy is which is like a transgender name, <laughs> or a gay like a gay for Chris. Gay yeah, Christopher or whatever, like whatever you want. You know, yeah, Chrissy's not very masculine. I only I get called Christopher like you know when I was in trouble with my mom, yeah. I'd always be called Christopher, but my um, daughter's mom. She will call me Christopher when she's really fucking mad at me. Yeah, uh, she'll call me Christopher. But that's but that's the only girl. That's the only girlfriend who ever did that. I gotta stop doing that. I gotta stop calling guys by their full name. Well, I mean, I think it's like you know, if you called me Christopher, like I would, you know, it's I guess it's like cute or whatever. You can kind of <laughs> call me whatever you want. I I'm not one of those people who get offended by anything. Like my name is always misspelled. Yeah, you know, people will always accidentally call me Mike DiStefano but, oh, but yeah. my name is Chris DiStefano yeah but like I've never I don't correct anyone like I just don't you're like people are like oh but it's your name I'm like who fucking cares <laughs> like we're all gonna die like I just I'm like one it's of those people where I'm have. like yo it's like none of this shit matters there's more th- better things to get upset about <laughs> yeah but yeah. It's, it's not even that like I'm depressed I'm just like uh, you know I'm not depressed I'm happy to be yeah you a, seem jolly yeah but you it's seem just like a jolly guy it's like people really get bent out of shape about stuff and yeah. I'm just like well I just don't understand why we're all gonna die it doesn't matter yeah it's 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 yeah. nice to know we're all gonna die we are but it's nice to not have to deal with stupidity for the you know hun- hundred I mean, years that we're on the air <laughs> I don't care about no. pronunciation I guess care about spelling the spelling drives me nuts because no. you can google it right well, you know, I guess the way I think about life and shit is like, yeah, 100 years, hopefully that will be here. But like 100. Ugh. Oh, I know it's like time. too long. Um, I, It's like eternity, whatever eternity means to you. Like this will just be like a little snap Lip. of a finger. Right. Have yeah. you always been that chill? Um, You know what? No, I used to be like I was raised like Catholic, like very Catholic. Oh. I have like Catholic tattoos all over my. That's body. that why your dad thinks if you're Christopher, you're gay. Oh yeah, big time. Because I was like, say, what kind of sex talk does that dad give you? Yeah, he's a big time. You know, he's probably gay. I'm sorry. <laughs> your dad's yeah, probably gay. I think that's what my. Let's add him on the stuff. podcast <laughs> yeah. against his will. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious, <laughs> Anthony. Um, no, but once I start to get away from Catholicism and like make my own choices, I start to get a lot more chill i think i yeah. have i've had a lot of anxiety like dealt dealt with a lot of anxiety issues in my life anxiety depression stuff but once i started to slowly back away from cat catholicism i started to feel a lot better when did you realize you could make the choice to back away about like five years ago i'd oh, say well, that's, that's pretty recently recent. yeah. Recent. yeah yeah that shit runs deep catholic yeah. shit runs Ooh. deep and it's like you know even like my parents now like my mom especially like there's no she's so devout catholic and i'm not saying really? like if you're catholic you're stupid or i'm, I'm yeah. and i'm not saying i'm not a catholic i still am a catholic but i just i just like i don't care like you can't tell me like i'm going to hell if i don't go to church or i'm going to hell if i Ugh, curse or masturbate like I, me into doing things that's what it is it was all guilt and that it, it really stuck with me because yeah. i like i i would pray all the time i would feel guilty all the time 
and it just turned into like. Did you feel guilty when you masturbated? All the time. Oh my oh, yeah. god! Absolutely. Really? What kind of things did your parents say these things to you, or did a, a church at the church? Um, all around. I mean, I was Catholic high, uh, Catholic grammar school, Catholic high school, Catholic college. Oh wow! Oh my god! Of yeah, course, yeah. you didn't get out of it until you were Couldn't. five years ago. Yeah, the only idea yeah, I it was yeah about five years ago when I was just like. What am I doing? Did and you I, have to like out yourself to your parents as a now not as Catholic Catholic? No, but I had to like stand up for myself to like my mom when she'd be like, why aren't you going to church or why are you eating meat on Fridays? And I'd just be like, mom, I'm just my own man now. So I don't or like especially with my daughter when she's like, you're going to raise her Catholic, right? And I'm like, most likely not. Right. And how how'd she take that? Well, you know, she would like yell and be like, you know, question me and all that. And I used to just cave and be like, oh, all right, I'm sorry. I'll do this. But now it's just like. I just let people talk like my mom is she's just like talking at, she's at get me it out. and I let her finish and I you know I'll never like be disrespectful towards her but like I'm just like okay whatever you have your opinion I understand it's just not what I'm gonna do with my it's kid it's not your ki- it's not her kid yeah it's not her kid do you yeah. have siblings no I'm oh, an only child, only child. So a lot of pressure a lot of, oh, pressure a lot was of on suffocation me. yeah yeah so I feel and that's another that's why I I I, I did I'll I only started really living, I feel like, my life about five years ago. Because five, wow. maybe, well, maybe like eight years ago when I started oh. comedy. Because everything before that was for one of my parents. <sighs> yeah, but but it was good because I I went you know far in academia and sports and stuff. And then, you know, by the time I like stopped and was like, okay, I want to start living my life now. I had like some nice credentials and stuff, which is good. So I'm 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 happy. My parents good education made me yeah good education. I, I played ball and I met a lot of cool people and saw all these places. But now it's like, you know, I'm just going to do do you what I got to do. Did they give you a sex talk? My did they give me a sex talk? No, my mom and dad never gave me a sex talk. Did no. you it's school? Not, it's not big for Catholic parents. No. Abstinence only. Catholics don't talk about it. If you yeah. have sex before you're married, then it's a sin. Holy shit. Yeah. They, so it's no like condom on the banana. It was yeah. none of that. Yeah. It was all it was all, um, you know, kind of figure it out on your own. And. You know, Catholic school girls, I mean, you know, and Catholic Babes. school people. Yeah, all hot and all like it's just <laughs> it was a, like vicious horror by everybody. Like we all like I mean, we all I mean, I lost my virginity when I was like 12 or 13. Whoa. Maybe I was 13. I was probably 13. Wow. Freshman high school or 14 when you're a freshman in high school. And but what, like, okay. Yeah. And how what were the circumstances like were you dating her was she 14 No it was this girl her her name was Letitia she was a black nice. girl beautiful Ooh, half Jamaican yeah. half Italian and um I yeah we had sex um in she was not a virgin actually at the time Did you discuss like are we going to do it what what thought did you put into it Well she she wasn't a virgin so like I was like insecure about that and then and then uh, we were dating maybe two months, maybe yeah, two months. Oh, okay. She, yeah, it was summertime. Uh, my, <laughs> yeah, my mom was as at, you do, as you do, with my, that skirt up. My mom was at work, um, and and I was home, you know, living at home or whatever. And she called me and she was like, "I'm gonna come over," and I was like, "Cool." And I, you know, would just come over and do like what we normally do. We would watch like she was like love sports too, so we would like watch like ESPN and shit, or we would like play basketball. But she came over and she was like, um, "Do you want to have sex?" And I was like, "What?" And then we went into um, my mom's room, which is like a weird thing. I don't know why. Like, the, I want to lose my virginity in my mom's. Bed. I know that always. A lot of people right? do it, and it skeeves me out. It's very yeah, skeevy. like at part house parties <clears throat> and shit. Yeah, to think about now. Ugh. And then I was, I was having like a lot of difficulty. Like I couldn't get it up, even though I was like 14 years old. So it's like I was like I had no You're issues. Nervous. It's that anxiety, to baby. That anxiety, and like I finally got like half a chub into her, and it lasted like less than a minute. It was like uh-huh. maybe five pumps max. Wow. And I was done. And I actually didn't pull out because I just didn't know to do that. Did you wear a condom? No. So it oh, was like could have been fuck. like a big issue, but it wasn't, you know. So the, she didn't she, get pregnant. She did not get pregnant. But 
But well, no uh, one fucking told you about condoms. No so one told me about that shit. Know? So it's like, honestly, if I would have gotten someone pregnant, it's kind of, is it, is it my fault? Yes. But it's really the school's fault. It's Catholicism's fault. It's my parents' fault. It's like, you need you to tell educated. me what the fuck is going on. Like my daughter, if, when she comes home, like when she's 13, 14 years old, I'm going to have the talk with her or maybe even a little earlier. Yeah, I was and, like before that. <laughs> and not preach abstinence because I'm not going to be able to stop them. I'm just going to preach, you know. Safety. Safety. And, That's and, it. And, and you should get pleasure out of this. This is not something you're doing yeah. for somebody else except yourself. No, yeah. yeah. Like you need to like be with the right person and just use a condom or if you're a lesbian, just, you know, use a fucking mouthpiece. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you're going to give the most comprehensive just, sex I mean, there's female kid. condoms Yeah, too. just use that. Whatever Gloves. that's called. Just do <laughs> Yeah, just fucking be whatever you want to be, you know, because my parents were the opposite. They were like, no. And then, you know, I got in trouble. I got in- I didn't get in trouble, but like, you know. What's the worst shit you did? Like sex wise? Just like in trouble wise. Trouble wise? Be it sex or graffiti. Stole a car. Ooh, what? That's, that's a problem. That's pretty bad. Yeah. That's, that's that- Yeah, I was like 17. Uh, How bored oh are God? you? Oh my God, did you go to juvie? Well, no, 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 no. What happened was is we were all like, uh, we grew up in like the Ridgewood, Bushwick area. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, oh, you're Brooklyn. Yeah. So oh. what we used to do, the thing we used to do, one of our friends, Sean, had a slingshot, like a legit slingshot. <laughs> so we'd go to the 99 cent store and get these marbles and we would <gasps> drive around in this kid's car. Um, we used to call his car the Flying Dart. I don't remember why, but we called it the Flying Dart. Badass name, bro. Badass name. And we would drive around and we would break bus terminal windows with the slingshot like oh if you were sitting waiting for the bus like Jesus. It, we got like a thrill out of like cracking the glass right behind like a scared person <laughs> So, you know what? Yeah. I used to drive by gas stations in high school yeah. and scream bloody murder and then watch them react and it was yeah. really enjoyable. It was fucking fun. I get it. So and then so we would do that. So we were like bad kids and then we would no- <laughs> we were like um, breaking a window once and we noticed that um, the this guy uh, it was like a gas station and they had like a you know mechanic shop whatever and we noticed he had put the keys on the tire oh. and then like went inside so we were just like let's do it and then i jumped out i grabbed the keys put it in the ignition left. oh my and, god yeah and like he called the police and like and then we didn't it's not like it was like a high-speed chase we just like left the car and then like we were like running what like we left it and like i you know how we, far did you drive it i don't know 20 blocks maybe oh. and then we we're like we're done and then we left the <laughs> this car this is boring i just committed committed grand larson but i'm over it yeah we're over it and then we and then we left the car but we left it in like neutral because like we knew how to drive but like we were just <laughs> learning how to drive so it like crashed and then, not like oh. <laughs> <laughs> not, Jesus. not like a high speed crash but it no, like, like a it, like one rolled. mile an hour it rolled <laughs> And um and so the cops came or whatever and they found us and then like it, how they f- connect you fingerprints because, well because no 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 we were like you know ran away from it and like it was like the cops were just like in the area and like neighbors like called that's the cops. weird like it was yeah, a flying dart game we were, like, <laughs> honking the horn and then we just, <laughs> oh my <laughs> god you're like yeah like we just stole a car we're fucking idiots and we got caught oh, and god. uh at this Central Park not in Central Park Manhattan there's a Central Park in Queens oh. called Central Park and we got caught there. And um, the cops took us to the precinct, and like my mom came, my dad came, <gasps> how pi- the other how? kids, oh, no. yeah, and the and the cops were like, you know, we can either they're like talking to like my mom, they're like, we can either make an example of you know these boys, and like you know they're gonna go get in pr- you know go to jail, or we can or we'll give them community service. Um, it's up to the judge. So they let us out on like bail or whatever, and that was like uh, Friday night, and then Monday we had to go appear for oh, the, in front of the judge. Yeah. And then they were just the judge was like, you know, yeah, you 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 know, it was kind of like you put on your Sunday best. Well, now, Sorry, your honor. Well, now I know. Like at first, it was just like normal to me, but now I know. Like 
growing up, it was like, oh, it's because we were three white kids. I was going to say, I was like, if we you were black, you wouldn't get an option. It was three white kids. It was <laughs> yeah. a DiStefano, a Carney, and, uh, uh, and, and uh, Mc, McDermott was the other kid's ah. name. So it's like, we're Italian-Irish kids from yeah. Brooklyn. The judge is some Irish guy. Oh, so it's he's like, just fucking, the yeah. boys will be boys. So they just yell. White, you know, white boys will be white boys. That's it. So they just yep. yelled at, you know, he yelled at us, told us that we were hoodlums and that, you know, we were going to be nothing and all that bullshit. And then our, you know, our, you know, left us to the care of our parents to like discipline us. And, you know, we got whatever grounded, like same shit. How know. long did you ground it for? Well, it was, I don't even remember, like two yeah. weeks, but it was oh, just like, yeah, that's but it, it for, for a car? Larson. For stealing, stealing a car. Wow. But that's another thing. It's did like, your parents hit you ever? My dad hit me once. My dad, oh, just like, once. That's not my bad for when Catholic. you called him gay? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What he, I, I had, so my dad is a very like tough man. He's a very like, kind of like he's always like a shady figure he was always in my life always in my life great guy but he is like past is like we don't know what he was did he the like, mob? i don't know i don't think so but i think he was like something, fuck, something yeah. like he would make like i'm sure he worked with mob guys i think he just like got money somehow illegally <laughs> i think it was uh, like a bookie that's what i think he was oh, that's okay, truly okay, what okay, i think yeah. he was like okay. collecting money that way and numbers and all that i know he had went to jail for it before i was born so i think that's what he was involved with oh. so he definitely was like you know like kind of like had like a mean streak and was like a guy who was like a pretty tough guy and probably seen some real shit. So when I was about 15, um, I started to like act out for whatever reason. I'm like, uh, you know, like I, I was just not listening to my mom or whatever. And then I got in trouble. I fucked up something in school. And then my mom was like yelling at me one night and I was just like, mom, you're such a bitch. <gasps> I'm like, oh my God. can't call your mom a bitch. Nope. Right. Especially like Irish Catholic. I mean, anybody, anybody mom, can, you but you cannot say that. So I was like, I'm going to, I need to call your father now. And I was like, fucking oh, go was... ahead, bitch. Like, oh, I didn't care because I thought who I was, whatever. So my dad shows up the next day and he's like, oh, um, Chris, let's go. We're going to go for breakfast or whatever. And that was normal. Like he had showed up on, he was always there on the weekends to like Did, take wait, me to Wait, were your parents together? No, no, they oh, were divorced. Okay. My parents got divorced when I was like one. Oh, okay. So my dad shows up. And he's like, let's go get some breakfast. So I'm like, okay. So and you didn't think like I'm going to get my gonna ass whooped? No, I just still was like, you know. You just thought I was it. Eggs Benedict? I just thought I was the man. Like well, I genuinely oh thought I was the God. man. I was like, you know, like it's so fucking cool. I mean, I was such a loser. I had like a mushroom haircut, you know. <laughs> like Everyone a fucking did. goofus. I had yeah. braces. Oh my God. And, but I was just like, oh, I'm the man, whatever. Um, I, <laughs> You know. And then so my dad's like, oh, I heard what you said to your mom last night. <sighs> and I was like, yeah. And like I wasn't like even paying attention. And then he just like grabbed like like he just like gently like moved my face to like make eye contact with him. He goes, what did you say to your mother? And I was like, I just called her a bitch because that's what she is. Whoa. Oh, yeah. shit, Christopher. I know. And my dad goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he grabbed me by my shirt and punched me in the face. I swear to God, like wow. punched in the face, like not in the head, not in the chest, <laughs> in not a slap. Like, I'm bone. talking about a closed Grown man oh. punching a teenager in the my restaurant face. No, no, no. We were like two. We were like two down uh, oh. doors down from okay. uh, from my house. We were on the way to breakfast. <laughs> Holy shit! So he punches me in the face. You cry? Yes. And then he was like, he was like, here's who's a man now. Well, well, that's what he said. He said, if you want to talk like a man, I'm going to treat you like a man. And that's how a man. That's Touché, what pops. he said. And that's what happens to a man when they call a woman that name. He said so. You can say it all you want, but just know every time you say it, I'm going to hit you. He's like, you can be a man. If you want to be a man, you're a man right now. But just know you act like that. You're going to get punched 
by another man. Shit. So he, I never. So that's why I only got hit once. And then like I apologized to my mom and like you know came into. I went into school like or whatever. Oh maybe, no, was it summertime? I forgot. I I went some. I remember like my friends and classmates saw me for something and I had like a huge like welt on my face. And both my parents were like, just tell them you got her playing basketball. And I, so that's what I was like. Yeah, Damn, got, everyone was in on it. I got hit with an elbow, but Shit. like my mom was like, "Thank," because my yeah, because yeah, she my, put you into place. Yeah, <coughs> you know, and it's weird because like some people would hear that, like, "Oh my God, your dad is abuser," and it's like, no, he's not. He but need, you, you straightened up. He hit me, and like now it's just like I since that day I just stay in the lines. Have like, you ever I, called a woman a bitch since? No, even even when wow. shit, even when shit got like crazy in like relationships, no. That I would shit never. worked. Even like disrespecting a woman, there's like something like deep in my core that's like, I feel like my dad's going to hit me. Even though my dad has like two artificial hips now and is on dialysis <laughs> and like can't even raise his arms because he's like 75 years old and it's just broken every bone hey, in his body. Jesus. That lesson sunk the fuck but in, it sunk man. the fuck in. And like I always, it's weird because like my, my dad was always like a good example for stuff because he like showed me like what it is like when you have a child with someone Cause you know, I have a, I have a kid mm-hmm. and like, you know, I'm not with my, the, uh, my kid's mom anymore. So there was like a lot of like turmoil at one point where it's like, am I gonna be like, am I going to be there? Am I not going to be there? Blah, blah, blah. But like my dad's example was always like, if you have a child with a woman, no matter what happens, you have to be there and like defend her forever. Because my parents had like an ugly divorce, like a real uh. ugly divorce. And how'd you know about it? Cause you were so young. Well, I was, they tell you, well, no, yeah, I was one, but like, you know, they, that's, I guess they got like separated, but then they got like officially divorced oh. when I was like six or seven. Okay. So but they know. were like, my dad, I never remember my dad living with me. Never. Okay. I never remember like one minute of that. And your dad never called your mom a bitch, even though the divorce was nasty. I don't know if he ever did. I don't think he did, Yeah. but he, they certainly like would get into their arguments and shit, but I don't know that he ever used that word. But the one like example that I remember is like, my mom so now i was like now i'm like maybe like six four eh, maybe i'm like 14 15 something like that and my mom was dating this guy jim he was a nice guy and he started he dumped my mom and started hooking up with a woman who lived directly across the street oh like directly like literally like they could see she could see well, him my mom around. used to every week my mom like because she was like heartbroken would post to like get the kitchen chair and, and face it out the window yeah and just like look for him like look for them because she was like so oh she like went through it bad so my dad came to pick me up one day um to like take me to like a basketball game or whatever and 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 she was just sitting looking out the window so my dad was like what are you doing and then she's like ah nothing and then my dad was like what what's wrong with your mother and i was like oh you know jim dumped her and she's just like the guys across the street Uh, and he goes okay who 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 is he and i said jim and he goes oh yeah i know him I, i i've seen that guy i'm like yeah, she like, and like, he was like to me, he was like, "Do you think he's across the street right now?" Someone's about to get punched in the and face. I was oh my like, god, your dad! Yeah, and I was like, um, "I I don't know, I haven't seen him." And then my mom was like, "He's across the street." <laughs> she was like, "I'll rat him out if you won't see him." And then my and then so my dad was like, "Okay," he goes, "Listen, I'm gonna get uh, just he goes, just wait here, I'm gonna get coffee and bagels for everybody." Shut That's what he said. He's like, "I'm gonna get coffee and bagels for everyone." Yo, he's mom. Yo, he's shit. in the mama's yeah, fuck. Yo. yo, so I go in, I go into my room, and because I, I really thought my dad was just gonna get coffee and bagels, so you like, don't. Don't learn. <laughs> I don't learn. So I go to my room, I'm like playing video games and like just being a fucking idiot. Yeah. Coming my mushroom haircut. I'm like, oh, number seven at the lemon tree. You know, like just flopping my shit hair. Oh my God. I used to go to the lemon tree yeah. too. Yeah. I, I think I used to go to the haircutting place for poor people. Oh God. It sucked. Sorry. That and super cuts. Yeah. yeah. Super cut. Um, so all of a sudden, like a few minutes go by and I hear my mother screaming, Tony, 
stop. Stop it right now. So I. Your dad's name's Tony. My dad's name's Tony. Definitely the mob. So I ran down the stairs, like just out to go out. And my dad was, had he was like walking across the street by then. But the guy, Jim, was like laying oh, in like a pool of his own blood. Oh, like, shit. On, almost Tones. unconscious. Jesus and, Christ. And then my dad, like, because he was just a great, uh, you know, he was like, he was all charged up. And my dad, like, grabbed me. And was like, I, you know, you should have, this should have been your job. He's like, Holy you never let shit. your mother cry like that. Oh, the fuck oh. is wrong with you? He goes, somebody has to, somebody has to make an example of this guy. Couldn't you just go like brought her flowers or yeah, something? Yeah, I know. I, I'd be like, hey mom, maybe turn the chair over the other way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I was like, I thought, I mean. Kind of do this to yourself, but it could be easier. I get it. I yeah. get it. It's fun to mourn. I was like, this isn't me. Like, I'm not the kind of guy who would do that. But yeah. my dad is just a psycho. And my mom was like yelling at him. But then also. You know, was kind of horny about it. Yeah, Prob she was definitely turned on by that. <laughs> Probably. That's right, Tony. You love you. You bathed that man in his own blood. <laughs> Motherfucker. But I remember, like, my mom was just like, yeah, like when I had come home because she had taken me to Staten Island for like the weekend, and when I come home, she was like, you know, you know, I don't want you to like resort to violence or ever do anything like that, like your dad. She's like, but you know, you, you see, like your dad protects me. Um, and she was like, you know, and uh, I just there are certain things to like learn from your dad. She's like, I, I don't think like what he did was right and she's like i don't want you to be good. i don't want you to have violence i in can you. see she, why you were conflicted girl <laughs> yeah but she like remind i was reminded of that situation when i was in a situation when i'm right. not with my kid's mom anymore but and not that i'm I, I haven't there's been no cause to like beat anybody up and i hope there never will be but like as far as like you know what how my what my idea of co-parenting is i think it's different than other people's because like i'm never going to go to war with the mother of my child like i look at the mother of my child as like an extension of my child like my chi it's she the is. same like she came out of her body like yeah so they both there's a respect that will yeah and and also my kid's mom had a child from a previous relationship so it's like yeah is he my son no he's not my son but he's in many ways like i just look at him like my daughter's brother so yeah like they're all my responsibility so like what my dad taught me in like a weird way is like don't bitch about anything like just figure handle your responsibilities and even if it's like you have to take like desperate measures sometimes like beating up your mom's fucking ex-boyfriend yeah that's just what you have to do now now that's interesting to me because i, I that term ugh, it's it, it's misused a lot but toxic masculinity basically oh, yeah, 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 yeah. like do you think that that is part of that like of like do, does it because i feel like with a lot of times with guys like when they are my dad is a tough tough motherfucker he was right. drafted in the navy when he was 18 Ooh. a week before he got his college acceptance letter he got the draft letter so he would have gone to college he wanted to go to college right and, and work on cars and shit and so but he he was retired as a chief and state but he like he had this very right you fucking suck it up and you don't complain right and i always wondered with him i'm like did you ever just want to cry dad right you know what i mean like do you feel like you're in touch with your emotions as well it seems I am, like you are i am more way more in touch with my emotions than like my dad and his side of the family ever could because i was pretty much raised by all women i mean oh, okay it was my i grew up with my mom um my cousins who were all girls my mom's sister like we all lived in the same house so it was i was the only man in the house oh, okay. um, my whole life um I, I like a guy who's raised by all women yeah is always a usually almost always a great guy all fucking yeah all women and then uh and then but yeah my dad uh was like always around um but yeah i think i am i'm okay see i went through that point I guess in my 20s where I was like very like 
insecure and like I don't know like can I cry can I not cry or can mm. I'm just worried about what other people thought of me but now I don't think 20s. about what anybody now I just don't it's once nice. I had my kid I was just like I mean I'm not you. gonna outright try to be a dick to anybody but like I just don't care if you don't like me it's like I understand like it's not gonna get, you gotta get just, bent out of shape we're passing moments in time like if you guys didn't like me it's like it's 20 more minutes that we have to be in each other's presence and then maybe we'll see each other maybe 30, we won't yeah, yeah. 30 yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so you had um so you met uh the mother of your child yes how'd you meet we met at a bar called place to beach in coney island brooklyn it's oh, the most brooklyn whoa, thing that is no. some brooklyn yeah. shit man she was, i was in there with like my brooklyn crony fucking idiots like bunch of firemen and me and then she firemen? was like they're all firemen you all um, my friends are like okay firemen we're gonna cops. hang out after this podcast yeah and you're gonna i have three friends any of them are single oh yeah yeah, oh, I got single friends. But I, I, this is how this is how you know what a piece of Queens Brooklyn trash I am. I have three friends who are all firemen, all named Patrick Finnegan. I was gonna say they're all the same name. Patrick Finnegan. They're all fucking. That's how you know. Wow. That's insane. All my friends are like cops, firemen, or Ooh. like garbage men, like a couple of like criminals. I wish you'd like, make great money. Yeah. Criminal. Yeah, I swear to God. Occupation criminal. Occupation. Yeah. That's like, my tax return. You know but the fact that I do like comedy and shit, and like I used to be a physical therapist. They, I'm like. We used to be I'm physical. Like, therapist yeah i'm like the gay friend oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, the sensitive the, one with the jokes yeah. i mean they all come to my shows and shit you know yeah. and it's like good stuff to, and then I can they call you a faggot so so you yeah. met your baby mama at, 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 at a bar at a and bar was it like sparks instantly because you had a kid pretty quickly well we had a kid pretty quickly and i know it's gonna sound corny and fucking stupid <laughs> like i made it up but i'm just telling you like from i'm just telling you what it what what you it, only speak from your heart christopher so no. we know no we know. that's if this is like genuine shit i i, I remember like the feeling so like i was single at the time when i met her right and she's beautiful my kids mom is gorgeous girl but like there were other like beautiful women that i was like you know like how like talking to whatever like there was like pretty girls around like yeah. i was single i had been single for like a year someone being but hot doesn't make them no, the most unique to you no but, but that's great but like when i saw her when i saw uh my kid's mom something was like holy shit like stop dead in my tracks like I was like, look at how beautiful this girl is. Like, look at this fucking girl. And, you know, the Pat Finnegan's. Yeah. The Finnegan's, they were like, yeah, dude, she's a smoking. She's like a hot Puerto Rican girl. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. that's what it is. I'm like, that's not what it is. Yeah. It's something fucking. <laughs> I know a lot of hot Puerto Rican yeah. girls. <laughs> I'm like, this is fucking wild. Whatever's going on is fucking wild. And then Aww. she, I talk, tried to, I was like, I'm just got to talk to her. I was like, let me, I just need to fucking talk what to her. What was your girl. opener? I well, what did I open with? You want to oh, have a kid? Yeah, want to have a kid? No, I think I told her because she was like dancing, like she was like a really good dancer. And I, I think I told her that I was a salsa instructor. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "What?" I was you like, "I'm a salsa lied. instructor." And then she was like, "She was like, no, you you're really not. did like her." She was like, "No, no, you're not." And then I was like, "I am." I was like, "But like, whatever. I can't show you now." But <laughs> you know, I was like, "Wait a couple years." Yeah, I was like, "Take my number and like you can come to a class. Like I'll get you a freak." Oh, and, my, oh my god! Classes yeah. on my dick every yeah, Thursday. What up? And then. <laughs> she was like you're a fucking liar and i'm like all right i'm lying i'm like but like i would love like can we like hang out and then she was like um no and i was like what and she was like i'm talking to someone we can't and i was oh. like okay whatever and i was like uh i was like well if you change your mind like here's my number and you know i'm sure like you'll never call me i was like but just like know that like i i really i really want you to come to my salsa class and <laughs> still pushing the salsa still pushing class. and then she left right and i was like oh, i'm never gonna see that girl again and but i really like i really fucking was like in my i was like remember i would like 
try to like and i never done that this with anyone i would try to like figure out ways on like how i could find her instagram oh. or like run yeah you know, like just i remember like i was on like the the bars um that i went to uh hashtag and then i called the bar and was like you know i was there a week ago i made up a lie another lie it's fucking all lies yeah i was like i i was like somebody stole my credit card she, oh wow. she looked like this and then I'm, like, so you, her. you know what you're resourceful oh, that's yeah, some just, shit i would do i'd be like i'll figure this shit out i like kept trying to make up excuses so then like two weeks went by maybe three and i was in minnesota and i get like a a, a direct message like a, like a, you know on instagram i get a mm. dm and she says hey let let salsa and i was like oh what? how happy were you yeah and i was like well because i just saw jump up and down i saw it just said hey let salsa and i was like what what the fuck who is like, this who yeah. is this please you know and then it was her and then I was like, holy fucking shit. You thought someone else was going to use the salt? The line on you? Someone else like heard it me. wasn't her? I wasn't sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> but then, Aww. so then, like, we go on a date. And we she took her to fucking McGuire's Comedy Club. All the way wow. on Long Island. It was, like, brutal. But that's, like, what she wanted to come. So, so you know, and we just were, like, we having, like, a great time. And, like, I, like, kissed her, like, in the parking lot and stuff. And it was, like, and then, I, <laughs> yeah. And then so romantic, yeah, so romantic. Oh, and then <laughs> I dropped her off, and then we went out on a second date, and she was like, you know, we were like drinking and like having a good time, and she was like, you know, like I don't, I don't want to have sex with you, and I was like, that's fine, like I don't want to have sex with you either, <laughs> like, yeah. And then we wound up having sex, of course, and, yeah. And then always how it happens, always. And then I kind of felt like after that, I was like, I feel like that was like really like great and she was like it was like regular sex and i was like i felt like there was something like <laughs> oh, deeper going on like she was very much like she said it was regular sex. like i was sex all asshole. over God her damn. i was like all about it she was protecting herself her heart yeah i was all about or her. maybe your sex is just regular yeah regular. Or, I think or you're regular <laughs> most likely just regular <laughs> so she so so then we're like I would like text her and like she would like text back like 10 hours later like she just wasn't interested I could tell she wasn't interested <laughs> did it make you like her more kind of oh, it, I hate that it did and it was just but I couldn't shake this that feeling like yeah. it was a very indescribable you had an instinct when you met feeling. her feeling and then I remember it was um, September 11th I do remember this it was September 11th I was in Tampa and she yeah, <laughs> oh that's terrible I was place doing to be on 9 I, I know it's and your then, 9-11 hey, fucking really <laughs> was. and then she texts me and she's like can I come to Tampa I was like what Whoa, you want to come to Tampa and then I was like yeah absolutely I mean like yeah sure like you want to respond yeah. right away yes yes I was like yes <laughs> well because it was like the one of the first times she had initiated contact like, I was like fucking great and not only that she yeah. wants to fly yeah so to Tampa and I was like this is fucking fantastic yeah, yeah I've never I would never go to out. Tampa no, I, I think I paid for the flight probably yeah. or maybe oh no I you know what I did I, I, I have a, one of my friends you know the crew I have works for JetBlue so someone he, hijacked a plane no no, no he, he fucking gets ticket like he just gets flights to, oh, like JetBlue flies you could just fly for like 10 bucks oh wow so I asked him and he got her on and she gets to the gig and you know we go to the hotel and She's being like, you know, regular, I thought. Like, I'm not, like, thinking anything. 
And then I go to like, it's like just me and her in the hotel room. So I was like, oh. I didn't know like what oh, to do. No. Yeah. So I tell her, I, I'm like, I'm like, what do you want to do? Do you want to like go out or like hang out? And she goes, well, I came here for a reason. Oh Fuck. my God. No. And I was like, what? No. And then she pulls out like a positive pregnancy Stop test. It. The first time you fucked? Yes. The first and only time you fucked, first she got time. pregnant. First Motherfucker. Time. Fuck your Bang. Damn. Fucking sperm. Damn. You also didn't learn about not using the condom. Yeah. Yeah. So again, you it's came my, inside her. And Jesus she was, Christ. Was she on birth control. She was not on birth control. Okay. And you came inside her, obviously, right? I thought I pulled out. You can't blame it on the Catholic Church now. You were an adult. I was. I <laughs> Wait, know, but I still blamed it on my mom. Did you pull out a little? You know, really got to take Plan B. I don't know that I. I don't think I pulled. I'm sure I pulled out. Well, something but didn't. Pull something out. didn't pull out. So. So she says to me though she's like you know i came down here like to like talk to you in person she's like because i'm not gonna have the baby of course she's like i just you know come with me like she's like i want to do this like tomorrow she's like my plan Whoa, is that like, is not what you were who travels from nyc all? to tampa for medical care <laughs> i know she's <laughs> like terrible she really wanted to tell you to your face to my fucking was face. she how was she how was her demeanor when she was telling you this like was she scared was she like angry was she frustrated was she she was just direct wow. she was like direct about it and like business and she because well, she had already had a kid at that point yeah, like there so was it like wasn't no emotions attached to it like child was, two is less scary yeah i'm sure that it was it would have been emotional like after because i'm sure like she was just putting on her strongest like face because sure. she was like so sure i was going to be like well let's do this so she was like just you know i'll i'll, I'll we'll get it taken care of tomorrow she was like, all I want, like, you come with me, we'll go, we'll do it. She's like, and then I'm going to, like, stay in Florida for a couple of days and, you know, visit a, some friends. And she was like, and, you know, I, wow. ju I just wanted to, like, you to be here with me to, to do this because you were involved. And that's it. Wow. And then I was like, and I was like. Respect. Yeah. So it, like, literally, like, obviously, like, all these things go through my head. And Man, you thought this was just going to be a fuck fest in Tampa. Yeah, I, and I was, it was not. It was not. And then, and then she's like, well what what are you you know what are you doing and i'm like i'm just thinking i'm like and she's like what is there to think about like i don't know you you don't know me i already have a kid you have a career she's like we're not going to i'm not going to have a baby with you mm -hmm. and then i was like why and she was like wow yeah and she was like what do you mean why Mr. she's Romance. like she was like it's fucking crazy <laughs> idea and i'm like yeah but i'm it's fun <laughs> i was like i'm 30 like i i've got some stuff going on right now i'm like i I feel like I, I would be a good dad. Like I, I want a kid. Yeah. And then she. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And then she was like, okay. She was like, I guess uh, we got to get to know each other. Well, yeah. She was like, I'm only going to do this if you're going to like be there. Like you have, like, it's not going to be like, you're like going away for six months and like FaceTiming your kid. Like she's yeah. like, you're, this child needs to be priority and like and she so she was on board when you expressed positive that's all she said that that's what she said like doesn't I, take a lot to please women see yeah, this is what people yeah. think it's not a mystery yeah she was like she was like i just want you to like be there and i was like okay and i had like this thought but but so like then it kind of became clear to me like i felt like that feeling was always delilah that's what I've always felt like. Mm. Oh. Delilah's your kid. Delilah's oh. my daughter. I always felt like that thing that stopped her. me in my tracks. I always felt like, well, this is what it meant. This is what it had to me because I'd been in love before. I've been with, you know, beautiful, you know, had been around like beautiful crushes, girls and bet, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was like that feeling was certainly Delilah because it kind of like went away a little bit, that feeling. It's a very hard to describe feeling. It kind of went away when Jasmine was pregnant, I guess because like other wow. emotions weren't involved or whatever. But then when Delilah came out, like the day she was born, 
as soon as it held her, the feeling came back. Oh, and I whoa. know it sounds like very like gooey and like I'm, no, no, no. I, I, it's, but it's like a it's real mystical. It's what an indescribable like, um, feeling. It feels like it felt like was uh, there a feeling in your gut? No, like it was like weird... in my chest. Like it was in like in chest. my heart, and it was like this. Wow. Couldn't catch my breath, and I was just like. It was like this overall, like general, like euphoria. Like hmm. it was a very pleasant, fascinating feel. It was kind of like a happy heart attack or something. Like Molly in your chest. Yes, it was very, very nice. Okay. And so it was like, so it's like my daughter is, because like I'm now like that guy where it's like Delilah to me is like she's beyond the priority. Like I can't understand a comic, and it, I don't judge them at all. But I would never be like if you were like you're. You can you can go on tour for three months, um, but you can't see like you can't FaceTime your daughter, mm-hmm. or I, you're not going to see your daughter. Like I'd be like, well, I'm not going to go then. And yeah. They'd be like, oh, wow. but it's a huge career opportunity. You'd be opening for Chris Rock or something. I'd be like, I'm not going. Yeah. I'd rather wow. I'd rather just be around my daughter and like make my career and life work, not having to spend too much time away from her than like wow. making it work for me. Because now I feel because now it feels like. Now it's my life is about Delilah. Like yeah. it's not about me anymore. I want to excel in my career right. for her. That's what it is. But it's like Well, that's a great motivation. Yeah, I mean, look, if you were like go away for 3 months to like do a movie and I'm going to come back with like half a million dollars and like uh, then it's like I'll make a sacrifice like that for her, but if it's like all this shit where like people, you know, some of my peers are like, "Oh, they'll just like, oh, you know, I I got a career. I got to fucking go away for two weeks. And it's like, you know, my kid will understand. And I, I, I just unfortunately have to miss times with my child. I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah. You understand, stupid? Your child yeah. is the most important thing. Yeah, but not, but uh, not a lot. Not everybody has that gut instinct. Yeah, well, and I'm not saying I'm right about yeah, it. But to me, but that's it's, how you are. To me, it's just very much Aww. like when I'm like, what? Like, it's just about my, it's just about my kid. So did you and your kid's mom start dating? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I invite, I invited them all into i mean it was like her you know basically my life went from being like single to fucking guy living you invited in her to date you yeah yeah <laughs> you're cordially invited cordially to date me. into my life i was like a single like bachelor in long island city and then I, like overnight i had like two kids and a fucking apartment in park slope like i, I was mean like, is that a mind fuck for you or you just oh, went crazy. with it i think still to this day like the kind of like like throws that I was in of it. Like just now, am I starting to like That's come nuts. back to normalcy? Yeah, yeah but it was obviously worth it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Even like, even like at times when like I felt like everything like it was spinning out of control with with uh, me and her mom. Like I was like, well, it's Delilah's here. Like Delilah's the constant. Like as long, like yeah. I can always be like spinning, but as long as I can like see her and like things are good with her, like everything else is like it doesn't Aww. matter. You know, that's, that's like that's, true paternal instinct, really fatherly is. love yeah. for your kid. And I. The- didn't understand unconditional love until my kid you know man i hear that all the time i'm well yeah what makes me want to you made me want to have a kid have a kid and i don't know for me i guess being <laughs> a i guy, really gotta go well, take, you're, you're take literally i am literally yeah. going to cvs after this interview to get plan b uh, literally and i am going to if you but... want to have a kid rapidly i'm fucking a pro <laughs> <laughs> clearly I, clear, yeah wow uh, i think having a daughter too is like something. i want a daughter having a little so girl is like bad. the best I love my nephew, but oh, I want a little yeah, girl. Her little fucking little girl shit. Oh, she's the disturbing so thing about yeah. this story that you just told was the whole time I was like, oh, I know exactly how you feel because that's how I feel about my dog. Like, I don't <laughs> like going on tour because like if my dog yeah. can't come, like like we have been like going like back and forth about going to Australia and I'm like, I really yeah. don't want to go, honestly, because Alfred can't come. <laughs> yeah. And I truly feel that. I get it. I get I get like I get it's like makes me deeply sad. Yeah. 
like love now i understand like the emotion like that it exists the energy of it it has to be real yeah you know? yeah and i don't know that i'll ever find it in a like in a romantic partner like i don't even know if i i don't it's weird like i kind of don't even care if i do or if i don't now it's yeah. just like i can have my kid and i can have fun and you go to like baseball games and shit but it's, <laughs> I, it's like i don't need a woman it would be nice really? to have one but i don't sure. need one i wow. used to feel like i needed a girl and my anxiety was very hard like if you, if we were dating and like i used to have like this terrible anxiety like if, we, if i was dating a girl and she like left like even if you were just like oh i'm going to cvs like i would be concerned if you didn't oh, come shit. back in 10 minutes that you had been like that's because you were raped raised by the mob though yeah well raised <laughs> yeah, by the mob it's also like fun to have like a boyfriend who like cares a lot well you know? it is but it's suffocating and it ruined sure. every relationship i was ever in oh. but it's kind of gone now because now well, it's good because well, you have a kid and you're like the fulfillment oh, with I delilah i hope it doesn't turn into suffocating delilah i was like don't say yeah don't suffocate when her when yeah. she's a teenager so i'm working as on long now. as you keep that in mind but you know what i check think that, in on yourself you know what i think that woman anxiety shit comes from too it's definitely like overbearing <laughs> catholic shit and the mob stuff but also you know on like the real september 11th my mom worked in like the second tower that was hit Holy she was shit. she was fine but like for 10 hours we didn't know where the fuck she was oh, that's a lot so of anxiety. I, I got like this like pandora's box of shit opened and like i would attach it to like any woman that i like fell in love with like if you well, it's didn't, like ptsd then yeah if you didn't text me back or if i would just be oh, like where are yeah. you where are you right and like every girlfriend dumped me Calm every single down. one dumped me every were, girl you've never dumped a girl no i always got dumped Wow. Yeah. And it, it's, I think it's from that yeah, every time? I think it's like the suffocate. I would suffocate them. And did you, you know, know as yeah. you were doing it, did you feel like, oh, no, why am I doing this thing that I know I shouldn't be doing? Absolutely. And oh, I would try to like sucks. cover up. I would try to make excuses about it. Being like, yeah. oh, I'm only doing it. You know, my phone, my my call button, you know, got stuck and it called me 20 <laughs> times. It's really like, good at making shit glue. up. I just walk Jesus. around with glue on my thumbs. Well, because oh not only is it God. suffocating, like it can feels controlling, and like I mean, controlling too. it is a form of you know abuse. It is. It well, it so, was, but I wasn't. Sorry. Aware. Would you get jealous? I wasn't aware. No, not jealous at all. Yeah. But just like, I'm concerned for safety. I never ever controlling e over the person's life, but yeah. like in that realm. I never ever once ever thought like a girlfriend was cheating on me, or like I said, like let me see your phone. Never. If mm. they were, if I was like, don't. I don't want you to go out. It was because I was scared that you were going to be killed, which I know Whoa. is the same as it's still the control. It's like yeah. almost worse. You're like an honorary Jew. This is amazing. Yeah, it was fucking <laughs> yeah, bizarre. Yeah, you really are. It was bizarre, but wow. now it's kind of dissipated for the most part. I can understand the roots of that make total sense. But it was wild. Like every relationship I had ever been wow. in, it was like. And looking back, it's like kind of like embarrassing. Where I'm like, God, I was such hey, a fucking weirdo. People go to the grave without realizing it, though. Yeah, that they're that. Yeah, so that's great. That's, yeah that's wonderful i know i i i know but now it's kind of yeah it's good being like just a dad how know? long were you with the, the mother of your child about i would say like well my daughter's gonna be three so i would say like two years and did you fall in years. love because um, I would feel like I would be putting pressure on myself. Like I really hope it um isn't works. The, um um would yeah um <laughs> you don't start with um oh, well, no no well it's hard, love? it's a hard <laughs> thing to answer because. Her mom, her name's Jasmine, like, mm -hmm. uh, as soon as, like, I started to, like, like, look at Jasmine like that, like, she was already, like, carrying my child. So she was already, like, this kind That's of... tough. Vet, I don't want to say vestal. That's, like, a kind of stupid thing. Like, she was just, like, this... Well, like she's a like, goddess like I would put yeah. her on a throne I would yeah. put her on the biggest Where, pedestal whereas, in the like, world. Whereas, like, she's Ethereal. carrying, like, a, yeah, like, yeah. a Pete, like, she's carrying, like, a 
me. Piece of you, yeah. That's like me. That's what. I, that's why I think. I think the reason why we love our kids so much is selfish. I think it's because like it's like you wear hey, your heart outside your body. Like that's what that is. It's like my heart just running around. So it's like it's all my DNA. Well, half my DNA in it. Yeah, so it's yeah. like. But it's also like it's like you're something you're protect you're protecting you're responsible yeah. for. It's it's and you weird. feel a, a love that you've never felt because I think people feel like that way about adopted kids. Yeah. Too. So it's yeah. like. Yeah, that's true. I think it's like um, yeah, yeah it's like your parent instincts. Yeah, and it's like uh, I've I've noticed like I'm very. It, it was like the first time in my life where I've like you're like selfless. I'm like selfless now in a way. Well, I've not that I don't that think I was you. ever like super selfish, but like everything I did in my life, I did for me. I would work to pay my own bills or go on vacation for me. But now it's like you to have be, to think of somebody. I else. mean, I was literally living for two years in fourth place in my own life because it was my you know my daughter, right. then my stepson, then my kid's mom, Aww. then me. So yeah. it was like you know that that's just what it was. Did that and, wear on you? Stepson was ahead of the baby mom. Yeah, that's pretty. That's, that's yeah. very nice. Well, I mean, he's a child, you know. He was like four. He has his own dad though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I meant like you're very I, caring. Well, Chris. I, I was just thinking about food. I was mm-hmm. always fourth in line to get food. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what it was. That's how you put it in a term. That, yeah, that's how I just think like food. So <laughs> Me like, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, wow. Yeah. And then what made you both decide? You know what? We're trying too hard, and this isn't. What she I, dumped you, I guess, since she, you've never well, been a dumper. Yeah, it, I don't see that was a tricky situation because I don't know that she ever really. I don't know if that we ever really dumped each. other. It was like were you ever really together? Well, we were. I oh, I just came home one day and she had my shit in garbage bags and was throwing it out into the Shut street. Shut the fuck well, up! Well, I mean, really? she's like a classic, you know, Latina. I was gonna say yeah. I was like very fiery. She's Ooh. very Puerto Rican. Yeah, the salsa's over, Chris. Yeah. So then, like, because we had gone into like a huge fight, and that's just what it was, and then. You know, I was like, okay, like this just isn't working. And I think the 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 catalyst though was we had gotten into like a huge argument, and both the kids started to cry. So we were like, oh. oh. So yeah. I was like, I have to step out of this now because yeah. now it's like I can't. This is like it's I it's infiltrating their lives. Make my daughter cry. What was the fighting about? If you don't, mind. it was always about it was always about like me, um, like my career. It was always about like coming home late or like traveling. You know? Right. And I was like, well, this is what I have to do. Like, it's my job. I have to do like, you're not working or taking care of the kids, which is fine. It's like, great. But like, well, she's got to at least take care of the kids. She's yeah. taking care of the kids. She right? takes care of the kids. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's a like, job, just a different one. Like without absolutely. a paycheck. I, I, that's what I said. I said, paycheck you have, is a well adjusted kid. <laughs> I said, you have your job, like, which is taking care of the kids and like the house and like all the shit that you do. Yeah. But, like I can't, you know, like we're both in need of, but like my half is like the money part and like yeah. the keeping the lights on and like the bringing the food home. Like, yeah. so that the way I do that is this. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, you have to understand that, but it was very hard for her to, to get that, you know? Yeah. And it was always like, it was kind of one of those things where it's like, you walk into like your own traps where it's like all inadvertent. Like I'd be like, Oh, oh I'm, I have a show at, you know, say like New York comedy club. But like my, sh- like when I was leaving, I'm like, Oh, I'm at New York comedy club. But you know, I was actually at like, you know, the stand and it's like they're right there they're, right there. they're yeah. two blocks but she away didn't get and i'm just like didn't know my schedule i just knew like in my phone like when i have spots i'll just write like midtown west village like because i'm just like you know doing a thousand things and she would be like but i saw on the, your twitter that it was the stand is it new york and it's like no no you don't understand like i said that because i don't really know and then it was just all this like digressing and, and then you? she's like who the fuck is it what bitch are you fucking oh. and it's like whoa so it gets to that and like you know we've both since apologized for like things i've done things she's done like we've both been like whatever like you know a draw is a draw like let's just focus on the on our on our daughter yeah and do you guys get along well at this point i think so how often do you see her <laughs> well every time you see your well, daughter every, every time i see my daughter yeah because yeah, they're in the house but yeah. there are times where i'll 
pick up my daughter and she's not there. Like she just her, leave her on the porch? Or? Yeah. <laughs> In a box. Yeah. yeah. It's like a drive through window. She's hands are out. No, her mom, um, her grandma, my, my daughter's grandma, like will babysit when she's like, if she like goes to work or she's like out. Yeah. So like that's, I'll, I'll see her then too. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah but uh, it's fucking wow. nuts. I mean, I would that suggest though, if you're going to have a kid though, try to like make sure like you're like with the guy is like good because it can be like... <laughs> Well, somebody's got to make tip. a you should write a book. <laughs> yeah, it's make fun. sure the guy is good. Make sure the, somebody's got to be making money. You got to be good. Somebody's got. You just have to understand each other's have roles. A plan. You yeah. have to understand each other's roles, and if you don't, it's just if you fight against them, it's not going to work. Chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's not, and now it's just about like what is best for uh, my daughter. Wow. Yeah, her birthday is this Saturday. Aww. Fuck, I got piglets. Oh, that's like the party thing. Like the, like, dec- the decor thing? No, I, got, I rented live piglets. I want a piglet what? so bad. Is it, are they teacup pigs? N- go to NewYorkTeacupPiggies.com and wow, book a piglet. Wow, free promo. Yes. Wait. I fucking booked a piglet. That's Two piglets. Cool. Two piglets? Two fucking piglets. And they just fucking hang out with you for like hours? They hang out for an hour. And oh, they, and they said, we, Can you adopt any? Um, yes, you can adopt these piglets. I'm getting said, so much information it's bring from its you. Like Firefighters, food. piglets. Yep, it's going to bring its food. And then the, the they said like like a fun thing to do is like you can, we can put like the, my daughter's birthday cake on its nose and it'll like snort and shit. Oh, yeah, how it'll like, cute. Like, and like, yeah, and they said like. She's going to love that. She's going to fucking love it. The, 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 the lady <laughs> said she was like it. most kids. She's like, just so you know, like most kids, like when, when it leaves, like it's going to start to cry and like you're going to. Like most parents and have that's to fucking how they get buy you. a piglet. You have to like <laughs> most, buy. most parents have to buy a piglet. <laughs> how, big, how big do these pigs get? If they're teacup, they don't get the They're pig, super Like a Yorkie. Small. Oh my yeah. God. And you're a pushover. You're going to have a piglet yeah, by next week. Cool. You're going to have both. Both. And I have like a backyard. Like at, So it's like there. You already planned. Yeah. You already yeah. have you a already pen bought set the bed up. Well, no. At like, at like her house, like where my daughter lives, like there's a backyard there. So it's like they could easily have a piglet. You're definitely getting those piglets. Wow. You're a madman. Are you going to wait to see if she cries? doesn't cry i mean i'm sure she's gonna cry well i don't know my daughter she may hit it she's fucking hits shit like she hits my, my animals my nephew does my, she well, hits, that's a sign of a, a serial, serial killer. killer and if she hits animals and throws shit at but animals. i love her yeah but she's the cutest <laughs> well you know what it's at least she's a female serial killer we need more of those i know so. it's like women can do it break too. boundaries have you guys watched evil clear. geniuses uh no but i, I know saw what that the, is i, I saw the, the thumbnail on netflix and i investigated and i was like that's something she's a female serial killer Shit. The first female serial is killer. Is that a ever doc exec- or is that fiction? No, it's fucking for real, doc. All the, the serial doc. killer yes. stuff. Yeah. You ever watched uh, like Eileen Wernos? Yeah. About Eileen Wernos? Yeah. No. Wild. What's that? Is that what she's it's called? She's the first female serial killer that was ever. Um, you never saw Monster? Death. It's about yeah. Oh Charlie's no, I didn't. I didn't. Really? Actually. Oh, yeah. that's so no, good. Just put in Eileen Wernos on Netflix. Fuck. And fucking nuts. So I love Eileen Wernos. Now, uh, one <laughs> other thing I wanted to ask you about, and um, if you don't want to talk about, it, let me know. But like, you were in, a, you were like, um, you were dating Carly, yes. and you were a famous couple. I'm fascinated right. by this, Carly right. Aquilino. Carly Aquilino. Carly Aquilino. And 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 and. <laughs> so what? Italian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are so fucking Italian. Yeah. But like the Corey two accents I, together, it's like yeah. insanity. Like, I dated somebody who's not in, in the entertainment industry, like right. as a personality. But like it, it, it. But because we talk about it so openly on the podcast, right. like ch- chicks were in his DMs after I like cry my eyes out saying I broke up with him, and yeah. I'm like fuck, and I get everybody's, you know, and every the feedback we got was it, it was kind. It wasn't right. mean. Besides from the DM fucking right, block. right. But uh. Does that did you experience stress from that? Do you uh were you like never again will I ever date somebody and we're both famous? Um, publicly, yeah. No, I I not that I got I, Or did so, you like it? Was it well, fun? Well, see see the thing is with Carly is that was a very life-changing experience for me because Aww. I had like 
I was like so like in love and like I don't know if it was love or infatuation. It was something. It was very powerful energy yeah. with her and then when she dumped me because that was a full blow like that was a she dumped you that okay. was a 100 percent carla's textbook decision. dump did you deserve yeah. it um i th here's what here's well you tell me i think <laughs> okay in hindsight i don't think i did at the time i i, I was like all oh, the guilt i of course i deserve Aww. this is blah, blah. but in hindsight i don't think i did how long were you together we were together for a year and a half okay uh yeah, year, maybe like a year and not, 10 months. I feel like, like people were like, oh, Chris and Carly, Chris and Carly. Well, I, I I had that in my head. So here's what happened. I definitely made a mistake, but I, th I thought it was rectified. I think if we were 10 years older, it would have turned out differently. But here's what happened. Mm. So uh -oh. I met her. I met her in, oh, it's another, it's more pregnancy stuff. Oh, so, for yeah, the love of God. Go. So, so, use a condom. I know. You're killing me. I fucking, <laughs> fuck, it's my mom's fault. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's your mom's fault. So I went, so... I met Carly in June of 2012. Mm -hmm. June of 2012, I meet Carly. I'm like, see her. I'm like, oh, fuck, this girl's the greatest. Whatever. I'm like, we really like each other. Like three weeks before I even met Carly, I had gotten an ex-girlfriend of mine. We were dating and she had gotten pregnant and decided to get an abortion. Jesus I know. Christ. Oh, God, that's super powerful sperm. sperm. <laughs> yeah. So she had gotten pregnant. She wanted to have an abortion. And that was, and I was, you know, 20 fucking, I don't know, five or whatever. And I was just like, Okay, like whatever, like yeah, let's not do it. I didn't really want to do it. Like the feeling that I had when when Delilah's mom said I'm pregnant, when Jasmine said I'm pregnant, was totally different than this. Right. Like when Jasmine wow. was like I'm pregnant, I was like let's do it, even though the, even though the situation was like Crazy. the situation with my ex was more was better. We had known each other for three years. We were both like our families knew each other. It's like I, we, if I would have had a kid with her, shit. it would have been okay. Like she was responsible, had a fucking great job, like Long Island rich family. I like should have had a kid with her. But wow. with, with Jasmine, it's like everything would point the opposite. But yet I get Delilah, and it's like the greatest thing. So I can't fucking explain life. That I don't know. But you went by your feeling. I went by my feeling. So the feeling with that was like let's get an abortion. So we got the abortion, and she was like let's you know she was like feeling like my ex was feeling like really bad about it she was like can we there was something going on in july in chicago i don't remember the oh it was um it was uh she went to see the chicago cubs play she's like a baseball fan so she was like can we go to chicago mm -hmm. and watch the cubs and like i was like yeah and i booked that trip and like we were looking forward to it and you know we would talk like you know once every other day and she you know we had broken up but you know the, she was like I, i'm really looking forward to chicago blah 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 and i was like okay and i met carly in that and I really like Carly I was like talking to Carly every day and then it's time to come to Chicago so it's like I can't cancel the trip were you not were you and Carly date boyfriend no girlfriend? not okay. at all no okay. no but we like liked each other like yeah. a lot like I had it never established you both I, like each other I had not asked her like we were hanging out all the time and talking all the time and she was like I was like oh I have to go to Chicago for a couple of days and I and I was like oh I'm I'm going I'm going to Chicago uh for a gig okay but it was a lot it's a long uh, thing to explain it's and, but, and you could easily get carried away with it. Right. You know what I mean? You know, I get right. it. Right. So it, at it. that time, there was like this, you know, more immature me was like, oh, um, was like, uh, I thought like if I told Carly the truth, she would not want to talk to me anymore. So I just lied and was like, because I couldn't, if it was just an ex-girlfriend, I would have canceled the trip. But it's like the the heaviness of the abortion and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's like, let me just do it. And like, you know, it was, it was a like, solidarity It was trip. a two-day trip. So... Anyway, Carly finds out like a month later that I had lied about that. How'd you find out? I forgot. Something on social media. I was like, oh, Instagram. Instagram. Somehow. There's no way to do a full-on trip. But there's more to yeah. it. True. So, but two weeks after Chicago, again, so I fulfilled the obligation that I thought I had with, with my ex. And she's, Your abortion move. My abortion move. So it's like, you know, we're and we separate, you know, go our separate ways. No bad. I mean, you know, I guess a little bad, but maybe there was a little bad blood. But well, it came oh out of her. Oh, my so God. Yeah, good hey. call. Nice. So 
So, but two weeks after that, again, me and Carly were talking all the time, but we're not dating. It's definitely not dating. I, we had like, she, I thought was still like talking to like an ex of hers. And it was like, we both like each other. We, we both kept saying like, we don't want to put any pressure on each other. Like, let's just have fun. See where this goes, blah, blah, blah. So in those two weeks, I hooked up with another woman. Like okay. I just like, I was single and like I've drunk, whatever. And so like Carly then had asked me, then we do start to date officially in August. Okay. Uh, uh, a, I'm sorry, September. Okay. We started because I, I, I remember I'd, I went to England, come back, didn't hook up with anybody in England because I was like, you know what? How brave. Yeah, brave. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm feeling like me and Carly are going to be yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So you're starting then, to naturally so, feel like you wanted to be right. monogamous. So yeah. I remember my birthday was August 26th. And I remember then like, I was like, I felt like Carly came to my like, birthday and we were like hanging out. And I was like, I really feel like, like make a connection right and then carly's uncle died like suddenly in oh, september no. i remember like out of nowhere just one day she called me like hysterical crying and like she called me like right away to like oh. so i was like okay this is something like that like is like special like now yeah, that's I'm, a sign and i was like now it's like you know like even like uh my her uncle's sons who had passed Jesus. away had like known me from like the guy code stuff they were like young long island oh, kids so i was God. like okay i have a place now in this family like now it's like oh. secure like i need to be with her so that and that's what it was. I was like yeah. locked in with Carly. I and always then, kick off my relationships with a, a death. With a fucking death. <laughs> so I was like locked in with Carly. So I thought oh. so I remember. So then like you know, year a year and a half or whatever go by, and then somehow I forgot Car maybe throughout the time and again that more immaturity by me. Carly would ask me like, oh, when we were like in July and August, whatever, did you ever hook up with anyone? Did you ever hook up with anyone? I just kept saying no, 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 like lying about it, which you know, made me feel guilty. But I also was like, I'm going to lose Carly if I tell her the truth because Carly was very young at the time. She was like 21, 22. I just mm. knew there was like the immaturity. She would get upset. In both of us. Yeah, and I was like, I'm going to lose Carly. I understand where you're coming from yeah. 100%. So I probably would have done the same. So then Carly finds out that like she fucking has proof somehow i forgot how somehow she seems like she's investing a lot of time yeah. into figuring this out though she, she is when we interviewed her she like she's good at investigating oh i love her she's, she's i love yeah. i love pe the pettiness yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had, she had, she had proof. It's, it's fun pettiness. yeah and i, I was love like it. busted and I then i just her. explained to her i came clean i was like I, that happened but we weren't dating and this and that when your uncle died and like all that stuff because that was true that yeah. truly was true but she was like no and then it and then it kind of got the only like you know because now like i don't i fucking call like i i we we're like we're Your friends I, I think so. I mean, I, why would I, been, <laughs> I, we have a, I have a kid with somebody. Like, it would be so, so petty of me. Even Pete, like, because then she started dating Pete yeah. Davidson right yeah. after. It was like, we were all, the three of us were like fucking close, close friends. Oh, wow. We used to do everything together when and then me she, and Carly were dating. Before, while you were dating? Yeah. Like oh, me, shit, that's kind of fucked it, up. It was me, Carly, and Pete. We were like, well, she three really likes your friend. Pie. That's nice. Right. And you, you, all along. you know what's interesting? Wait, too? Sometimes you fall for the friend, I guess. And I get it. I get But you know what's interesting? My dad, who liked Carly a lot, and like, my dad's like, whatever. He was like, when I was like going through the real heartbreak, like the real heartbreak with Carly. He was like, let me tell you something. And I guarantee you this is going to happen. I remember me and my dad got into an argument. She goes, she's going to hook up with somebody very close to you. You have to Whoa. understand this is going to happen. He goes, it's going to be Pete Davidson or Mike Cannon. One of those two. And I guarantee you it's going to be one of those dad two. Dad for the win. I he was right. God. And well, then, Mike Cannon was with his wife forever, though. But yeah, my yeah. dad didn't know that. So, oh, but then okay. like, I got into an argument with my dad about that. I remember. I got into an <gasps> argument with my dad. I was like, he fuck was you, right. whatever. And then, and then, um, like two, three months went by and then she started dating Pete. And I'd forgotten that my dad even said that. And I was like, wow. 
and my dad was like, "You see, he's like, I just know, I just know how young kids act." Did they give you a heads up? <sighs> no, or he you kept lying out? to me about. It. Yeah, I, I was Shit. working on this show. I remember I was working on the show, and the co-host of the show, this girl Melanie, um, who had worked with us at MTV, I was still like talking about Carly. Like I would be like, "I'm over her," but we then also be like, "But then also be like, well, I remember what she smells like." You know, like just like one her of those, like, "I don't even fucking care about Carly," but then also be like, "You guys talk to her." You know? <laughs> She's <laughs> very missable. I get it. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. Melanie finally like pulled me into a room. I remember like right before we were gonna film, she was like, "I can't fucking lie to you anymore," and like Aww, see you like this. She was friend. like, "She's with Pete." She's like, you need to make, she, I'm telling you, she dates Pete. Did that help to hear? No, because yeah. I thought, because I was like, so. Do you think you were going to get back together? I don't, I, oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. Remember, you were in that stage I'll of never heartache. Forget, I'll never forget this happened. It was May of, it was May of 2014, right? This, this is, it was <laughs> really like, go with dates. it's like a metaphor for shit. So it was May of 2014. <laughs> and I remember I find out, I was like starting to feel a little bit better. Like maybe I was getting over Carly. Maybe I was starting to accept the fact that it's not going to happen. Or I just remember there was like, some positivity in the air and then Melanie tells me that <sighs> and now I'll go almost right back fuck. to square one and then two days after that Pete gets SNL so it's oh, like a double so it's like bam a, bam so it's like fuck fuck dude so it's like fuck 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 and that was like I remember being like it can't I'm so I feel so fucking low that right now life is will punch you fucking in the balls so like I remember, and I remember damn it that is honestly right. getting dumped and then having her date your best or one of your best friends and then friends. getting SNL that is, is like, the worst <laughs> thing I could ever in, think of Chris careers oh so it's God. like so it was so hard may of 2014 i remember but then may of 2015 delilah was born so it's like i remember Holy like shit. in just a year it went from like the I had the worst month of my life at that point and then by far the best in just a year wow. so it was like this metaphor in my head where i was like things can turn around for you in a fucking year and they and did I felt you like they did. do anything in your life do you think to attract that or do you just like you just let go I, how long did it take you to get over carly like well it was hard to get over carly only because so all the double went the went the, that's the, a lot of the, whammies dude I, I kind of felt like the simulators or god or whoever like you believe in were like we're gonna like we it's Fuck time to you. like laugh at chris now because <laughs> i get dumped fucking legit heartbroken like so like heart smashed into a million pieces yeah. like it was brutal for me and yeah uh, i didn't even know you at the time i was heartbroken and i knew it. you were heartbroken and felt sad for you oh, god it was brutal like my friends like oh. were just like dude we can't hear it anymore oh. you know it was brutal brutal god brutal damn. like i remember like coming crawling back to like my family being oh, like oh yeah. god just done my mom was like i can't i my mom even she was like i want to help you scary. but like i can't help you it's one of the worst yeah. feelings in the world it was brutal like the and unrequited the love Pete where it's like SNL. oh god it hurts so bad and then but like but that even before the pete snl thing like you so, were so stinging. so sad we break up in december and then we had had just you know coincidentally it was already booked me carly and jessamy were on like this guy code girl code tour where like every show was Shit. sold out wall to fucking wall like hard sellouts because this show the girls were so popular yeah like, i'm not even going to try to make like it was me oh, like they exploded the girls were very popular carly yeah. and jessamy were like the, the show but like you know at the time carly was a brand new comic and yeah. i was dating carly so a lot of her fans knew me and like you know i'd been stand up for like probably five years by then jesse may had been doing stand up even longer so it was like so you had so, these people rooting for you well what hat what would Fuck. do what you know i felt like and it's still like you know like it was what it was like you know there's probably stuff i did deserve but like carly would go out and kind of like talk about her new life and how her ex-boyfriend cheated on her and all that stuff oh, which no. kind of like wasn't true no it wasn't because you weren't together no we weren't together and she never bought that and i was like but it's the truth i was gonna say yeah and then oh, i would come fuck. out to legit booze like <laughs> dude i came out in the, i'm sorry but I that's funny 
in the Wilbur Theater, a thousand people <laughs> sold out booze. We've played it. We that's played a lot of booze. That's a booze. lot of booze, man. Zero. Booze. God Literally damn. 1,000 people. Did you hear her set before you went on? God so damn, what happened funny. was I used to God listen to my set great. and then it got to the point. <laughs> it got to the point where like I couldn't keep up. Like I, I it was like destroying me that I would have to bring a friend. So one of my oh. friend, one of the Pat, one of the Finnegan's yeah. or some was one of those like knuckle friends. So what we would do is I remember we were oh. in Chicago and Phoenix and I paid for friends to come with me because I just needed it. And they would put um like earmuff, ear you know, headphones noise on, canceling like, headphones, canceling headphones on while her set. set was on. What a good Cause, friend. Because then she started talking about it. She was like hooking up with like this NBA player. And I Whoa. was like, yeah, and it was like brutal. And and I remember oh like God. dying, but it, it helped me as a comic because like I had to really like, I've never had to dig out of a hole like that. Yeah. Like, so I would dig out. And it was interesting because some of the fans, even though I think that they, you know, hated me because like, I mean, if you were just Did saying Did anybody like, try to fuck you? Well, they really no, liked Carly. Shit. I don't think that's what happens when you're Carly. No, though. nobody tried to. <laughs> no, not not that I remember. I think also when you're on TV, you're less accessible than when you're on a podcast. That's everyone, true. Just, yeah. everyone's just like you're regular bitches, and I'm like, yeah, but we're people too, though. <laughs> you know, yeah. don't try and fuck yeah. my ex. You're also regular. I know. Courtesy, well, courtesy, please. Yeah, so it was fucking. That Jeez, was that's that, brutal. That was though. brutal because we had we had like three months you had, of tours. You were heartbroken and you and came out to booze. Come out to booze she and I had to go. First. And like she would get like bumped up to like business class because like the pilot like knew who she was and I would be like in the by the bathroom and like the fiftieth <laughs> row. It was so brutal. It was so fucking brutal. Oh my god! You know? And people are like, "Oh, karma will get her." And it's like I don't believe in karma. It's just she was young. You yeah, know, Pete was she young. was her. Yeah, There's yeah, yeah. no hard feelings at all yeah. for me. Yeah, I moved on. And you're they a dirty cheater. Yeah, so. I'm a dirty <laughs> fucking cheater. So it's like you get what's coming wow. to you. But it was interesting. I was like, you know, I was like, man, like this is a le- it, it's a lesson in like, you know, if you date someone in the business like that, and something goes wrong, like they they can air out their dirty laundry, and it can be a really effect, you know, can affect you. So I would definitely think twice before dating someone. But I also have zero hard feelings towards Carly and. Yeah, that's zero great. hard feelings towards Pete or anything. I mean, it's just like yeah. I only talk about it when I'm asked about it. Like I don't. Yeah, you know, well, like, that's. Yeah. I mean, and, but it's so like you had so many, so such a depressingly high amount of punches oh, to the yeah. gut. Oh, Wait, God. is it true that you and Carly were supposed to have a documentary, like series about your relationship? Yeah, it got greenlit. It was like on the air. MTV was going to give it six yeah. episodes, and then that maybe happened. Say on like, um, like this is how close it was. That holy shit, the show got greenlit. Say on a Monday, and, and then shows on, don't get greenlit. Like that's yeah, rare. It's like so rare. And then on Wednesday, this shit hits the fan. And I remember I was taking the train to Boston for a gig, and Carly was like, "Was Rick like? Yeah, she was like, who's fucking Heather?" Or whatever, and I was like, "What are you talking about? There's no Heather." And then, and then it was like, "Wow, yeah, this is what, she, what it was." Well, you know what? If she was willing to sacrifice a TV show for it, then she, she was really, really she was really hurt. She held yeah. a grudge. Yeah. So yeah. So it was holy all, shit. Yeah. So it was. That's all, admirable. In fact, honestly, I'm impressed. That's yeah. admirable. I yeah. probably would have stayed in the relationship for the show. Yeah. No. And she. Yeah. So yeah. So there's that. Like, I'll get over it. But you know, I learned now, like, just like always yeah. tell the truth. Either. What was the show called? It was going to be called Chris, Chris and, and Carly. Oh, no! Yeah. Chris and Carly. It's gonna be called Damn. Chris and Carly. Chris. Yeah. So not only did you come out to booze on the tour and you were heartbroken and yep. he, she dated your friend and you had to figure out if she fucked an NFL player, you had a show Greenland. Yeah, Greenland. you didn't get SNL and, yeah. and you also lost another TV show. Yeah. 
besides us. Yep. That is yep. comically bad. Just it, to recap, that's yep. hilarious. Dude. It got that so fucking hilarious. bad. But you know, it was one of those lessons where it's like I can either like feel like woe is me and be pitied, or just fucking for not care. Bit. Are I you mean, on meds right now? No, you know, I would have. I would have. How are you doing? Pity myself for at least six months after that. I don't know. This I just, was inspirational. This this talk, honestly. I, honestly, yeah. you make me never want to feel bad for myself ever again because no. like it's. Who cares? Dude, and you know what was the wor- you know you was one of the worst store. parts too? Tell us more. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> well, not like one of the worst. She fucked parts. your dad. Well, yeah. She fucked With the probably. Uh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's gay. He's gay. Yeah, he's gay. Yeah, sure. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't. No, get the the NBA player that she was that she oh, was no. like dating. Like all of a sudden, like they, they start, well, yeah. I fucked. <laughs> he played for like the Knicks. I'm like, damn. Yeah. And he was like playing amazing. Like was like the NBA like fucking player of the week. When they were dating, and then my friends were playing fantasy basketball, and like used, like had him on their team. Fuck! So I, mean, I should date her. Maybe yeah, we'll get dude. So oh they were my like, god! They were like, "Oh, can you not fight with Carly tonight? Because like our boy is playing. Like, and we need him. We need to win this fantasy oh league." My god! Like, Fuck! <laughs> wow! Everyone's just like, "Can you put your heartache on a shelf for one fucking, fucking second? second, dude? Oh it was so bad. I mean, oh my god, that, that- was. Le- that is insane. Thinking back to that part of my life was like, wow. And it's weird because it's like, it was very painful. But now when I think back, it's like kind of like a fun, it was like a new beginning well, for me. It's like I got destroyed, but then I was like reborn, I guess. And you, like this new there's way only, of, yeah. After all those punches, the only way you could have gone was up. That's it. But you had no oh, left lower to go. I mean, something really bad could still happen. You but could get addicted to drugs. <laughs> well, like, I, guess, I, don't I know. Like, I remember when I told my mom about like Pete and SNL, she was like, oh God. Yeah. Oh. We can, no one, he can, no one <laughs> can even like fake that that's okay. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, it's real bad. Well, because mo- I would have burned a poster of him. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, my god! I know, I know. And then, oh god, it was. But now, again, now, now everything's fine. I, re- I remember. Yeah, that, like, it, it's great to be past that. Yeah, holy cool. shit, you're out of the light. Oh, now, now. oh yeah, now it's just like yeah. Now I could even I'll even like talk. Before I used to even be like afraid to talk about it. Like maybe it's time to get back. But now it's like I'll just talk. I don't care. Yeah, like, I still care what anybody thinks of me. There's no hard feelings. Wow, like, all the truth is out there. It doesn't matter. Like you know, it is what God, it is. I should have a kid. Jesus. Yeah, that having a kid great. is just the ultimate protector. Where it's just like I don't fucking care. Well, this wow. is cathartic. I've been dying to get this scoop on this for yeah. years. That's the truth from my point of view. I don't know if she has a different story, no, but that, but that, that is the, you know, wow. those are the, those are the, those are the actual facts. No, you know. I'll DM Carly. I'll see what's. Hey, see where what's can up. we find you online? What do you want to promote? Let's plug shit. Okay. Where can we find you? So what you can find. So the thing I'm working on, I'm passionate about now is it's called the Bay Ridge Boys. Okay. It's with me and Giannis Papas. Oh we have, yeah. We have an Instagram. It's called at Bay Ridge Boys. Okay. Good. Um, and you can uh, join our Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash Bay Ridge Boys. Nice. Um, be a part of our community and then um Aww, yeah like you're the mayors yeah we're the mayors so sweet and then uh chris d comedy on instagram and twitter and my website chrisdcomedy.com for my shows and shit nice. like fucking- and if someone wants to fuck you what's the easiest way i'm just gonna cut to the chase for the listeners fuck, if you want uh, we got me, some thirsty listeners you can yeah. dm me chris d comedy <laughs> Nice. DM, so, I you know, my I'm, just go, I'm just gonna be blunt about it from now on. Yeah, if you want to well. fuck our guests, that's yeah, how you, you get to him. Guests, you come to the DM. Perfect. Safe space. Right. Um, <laughs> nobody well. has the password but me. Yeah. Oh, so, that's yeah, good. Yeah. That's I good. change. I change the password every week, so it's nobody. You can, have anxiety, man. Yeah, oh, I have boy. anxiety, <laughs> and I have a Puerto Rican baby mama, so we have it's secure. Wow. Yeah. Who's horny? Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank great. you so much. This has been yeah. guys. We fucked the anti slut shaming podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. What can I say with a broken mouth? I see it all, I see nothing.
Today's episode is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that enables you to improve your mental health from anywhere at any time. Get matched with a licensed therapist from over 2,000 choices and message them whenever you need to. No commutes and no judgments. For a special offer for Guys With Fuck listeners, visit Talkspace.com slash GWF and use code GWF to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. Talkspace, it's therapy for how we live today. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com. 